Welcome everyone to Nintendo Podcast, your source for all things Nintendo. I am Eric, aka Sulior, and I am really sorry that this episode has been delayed. Um, life has gotten in the way, uh, not just for me, but for a guest that I was planning on bringing on for this episode. But unfortunately, you know, the, the saying goes, plans change, pal. So... Yeah, sorry, it's just going to be me this time, but that's okay. And uh, yeah, this is going to be a pretty news-heavy episode because we actually had a direct that happened recently, and we'll get to that. We'll talk about the direct. But uh, there's yeah, there's been a lot that's happened since the last episode. So first off, um, there's a little bit of news. I, I mean, it's not really news, but... It's uh, info that I didn't know. So, we mentioned on the show recently that Sonic Colors is getting a re-release for the Nintendo Switch. And that is out now. And there's always been this big debate on physical versus uh, digital. And I am one that really likes to have physical. You know, not just for the you know, the collection or whatever, but at least in the case of the Nintendo Switch, this isn't really the case for other platforms like the Xbox, but at least with the Nintendo Switch, if you have the physical cartridge, it doesn't take up space on your hard drive. So um, I know it's not like that with the Xbox. You still have to download the entirety of the software and then still need the stupid disc. But here is a little bit of another advantage with Sonic Colors. So if you buy Sonic Colors physical, at least at Walmart, because I have a Walmart by where I live here in Iowa, um, I walked in and of course I'm always going to check the selections in the electronics section and they had Sonic Colors there. You get a baby Sonic keychain if you buy the physical release, at least at Walmart. So there you go. Um, yeah, there's a little bit of an advantage if you do, if you know, now there's something for your collection if you do buy the physical release of Sonic Colors. I have not played Sonic Colors, um, I think the last Sonic game that I've played is uh, Sonic Mania, but before that it would probably be Sonic Adventure 2 And I'm actually going to talk about that here in a little bit once we get to gameplay because I've played it recently So also in the news is there has been an update for Pokemon Unite That is another game that I have but I need to play more of um, I, it's hard for me to get into MOBAs, but if it's got a Pokemon skin on it, I may get into it. Uh, League of Legends kind of killed the MOBA community for me just because of the, uh, yeah, the community. It, they were super fucking toxic. Um, like, if I didn't know what I was doing, they just kick me out of the group and bring somebody else in rather than actually trying to take the time and help me learn what the hell I'm supposed to be doing. So this new Pokemon Unite season is space themed and it brings squad features. So I'm yeah, that is uh, kind of cool. 
Um, so it says here that Pokemon Unite finally arrives in its natural home on mobile. So yeah, it's on mobile now. Also, I don't have it on mobile. I just have it on the Switch. And it's bringing a few neat bits and bobs, quote unquote. There's a new battle pass called Galactic Ghost in, you know, 94094 that's adding space-themed items to its game with the arrival of Mamoswine and Sylveon and a new feature called Unite Squads, making it feel like the, quote, like-minded teams for playing MOBA, playing the MOBA-ish free-to-start game. So it shows a picture of Gengar in a spacesuit here, which is kind of funny. But yeah, um, if you're a Pokemon Unite fan, uh, that's good news. So also in the news, uh, this happened recently, and you can actually find it all over social media. Nintendo confirms the Donkey Kong area for Super Nintendo World. So this is an article from The Verge, and it has a uh, opening date. So the opening for this is 2024. So I would love to go to Super Nintendo World. I've wanted to go to Japan for a long time, um, to be completely honest. I, I would love to visit Japan. And yeah, Super Nintendo World just makes it all the better, um, all the more reason to go. So there's a map here that shows where it's going to be. It's in Japanese. I don't read Japanese, obviously. So um, it confirms that the Donkey Kong Zone will indeed be accessed through a large round door that already exists in the park, which is currently almost entirely Mario-themed. The zone will be a significant addition that increases Super Nintendo World's overall size by about 70%, according to Nintendo. So that, yeah, that seems really cool. Um, of course, you know, Mario started out in Donkey Kong. That's the tie-in there. So, the biggest bit of news recently is the Nintendo Direct. So, I mentioned this earlier. Big deal. Um, it's There's an entirely new edition. Like, there have been rumors going on about the whole um, Nintendo 64 games added to the... Um, Nintendo Switch Online, you know, as soon as the rumors were flying around about the Game Boy Color and, you know, Game Boy games being added to the uh, Nintendo Switch Online, rumors started flying around about the Nintendo 64 games also. But we'll get to that. So there's a new Kirby game that has been announced, and it is called... Kirby and the Forgotten Land, that actually is set to launch next year, and it looks to be spring of next year, so pretty early. Um, there's a trailer on out right now, Go definitely go check that out if you're a Kirby fan. I enjoy Kirby, um, he's not my game of choice, but I do enjoy Kirby. So also in the Nintendo Switch, or the, sorry, the Nintendo Direct is uh, the announcement of Bayonetta 3. That's another series that I've really wanted to play. I've never actually played Bayonetta before. Uh, Bayonetta's cool in Super Smash Brothers, but I've never played one of her games. I think it'd be really fun to play, uh, just from the mechanics that I've seen. So it says here that uh, Metroid Dread is set to launch, launch October 8th. Um, 
I'm really excited for all the Metroid fans. Metroid isn't really, again, my game of choice. Uh, Metroidvania is in general, it's hard for me to get into. I need some sort of direction. But uh, yeah, that game comes out October 8th along with the Switch OLED model. That comes out October 8th also, which is coming up. Um, overall, I did you know the the reception that i've heard from the community is just kind of like meh with the oled model it's cool that the screen's going to be bigger but i guess if you don't have a nintendo switch then go for it you know that'd be the one to go for it's only an extra 50 bucks but um yeah so it says here also splatoon 3 you know that's set to launch sometime september or i'm sorry not september but in 2022 um, there wasn't really an update on Breath of the Wild 2 or Super Smash Brothers um, as well. There's new uh, uh, Animal Crossing New Horizon DLC that's supposed to be announced sometime in October. Um, all these are supposed to get, you know, other event, you know, other directs. I wish that they would give us more of a heads up on these directs rather than the day before like hey guess what we're gonna have a direct tomorrow give us a little bit more of a heads up than that let us prepare for the love of god um but yeah that really other you know that that all i guess there is gonna be an animal crossing dlc that might make me hop into it again i haven't played it in months and it always sucks when you first get back in like the characters will actually tell you how long it's been <laughs> since you've played They're like well we haven't seen you in three months where have you been uh, you know i thought you left us they make you feel bad and i uh. but uh there are rumors that the next uh n you know super smash brothers character is going to be announced really really soon um, I did have an article on that, and I'm not seeing it. So, also, the Nintendo Switch has gotten an update. The, the uh, firmware itself has gotten an update, and it adds Bluetooth audio. And it's about time. Like, obviously, the Switch had the capability for it if all it required was a firmware update for it to make it active. So, why wasn't this a thing from the beginning? Um, yeah, way to kind of catch up a little bit to the present, Nintendo. I mean, I loved it, but, uh, yeah, why wasn't this thing for a beginning? So, uh, again, the biggest thing that I think was announced for the Direct, or during the Direct, was the addition of Nintendo 64 games and Sega games to the Nintendo Switch. So the Nintendo Switch Online service. Unfortunately, it's going to come at a, a cost. So I guess they're just considering this DLC to the <laughs> Nintendo Switch Online service, which uh, I'm not sure how I feel about that. But I'm just excited that they are going to be available. So these games, um, let me bring it up right now. Uh, what is going to be added? I just i am happy that Ocarina of Time is going to be added to the Nintendo Switch Online service because I honestly don't have a way to play it right now unless you're talking about um, emulators, you know, for my phone. So it looks like Mario Kart 64, Star Fox 64, Mario Tennis, which I'm excited about. That was a lot of fun. I played that back in the day. Um, 
Yoshi's Story, Ocarina of Time, Dr. Mario 64, Super Mario 64, which was already a part of the Nintendo Switch library, thanks to the 3D All-Stars game. Um, Wind Back, and another game that's in Japanese, I'm not sure what that is. Um, as far as the Sega Genesis goes, also known as the Master System for my uh, European buddies, uh, so we got Castlevania Bloodlines, which I played a lot of. That was definitely a good one. Uh, Contra, uh, Dr. Robotnik's uh, Mean Bean, I think is what it's called. Echo the Dolphin, Golden Axe, Gunstar, Musha, Fantasy Star 4, Ristar, or Ristar, uh, Shining Force, Shinobi 3, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Streets of Rage, and Strider. So all pretty good games. I want to say Golden Axe is a part of the... There already is a Sega uh, Classic Collection cartridge that you can get, and I want to say a couple of these at least are a part of it. Golden Axe, for sure. I think Sonic 2, Shinobi 3, Streets of Rage, um, which I think that's actually Streets of Rage 2. Sorry, this picture is a little small. Uh, Strider. I think these were all a part of that. Um... I could be wrong, it's been a bit since I've had that cartridge, but still, like, I mean, it's it's cool to see. Um, they haven't announced what the added cost will be, but they've said it's going to be available late October, and they're also offering uh, Genesis and Nintendo 64 controllers, or Mega Drive controllers, um, that you can, that they're going to be put up uh, for sale. That you can get i'm not going to get those but um, if you want to great uh, although it would be cool to have the um, sega six button controller now if they add wrestlemania to the arcade game or like the x-men games for the sega that would be amazing um, i know a lot of people are wanting majora's mask on the nintendo switch online uh, maybe down the road hopefully um, so we'll see. I would love to have uh, WCW, NWO's Revenge, and WWF No Mercy, and WWF Attitude added to that, but I understand those are probably licensing um, restricted, but who knows, you know. Uh, but I'm still waiting for Earthbound for Super Nintendo. What the hell? But, you know, again, like I said, it's really cool to see. I'm glad to have the opportunity to play Ocarina of Time um, on the Nintendo Switch. But, you know, I guess we'll see how much the cost is. Hopefully it won't be much. Hopefully it'll be like an extra 10 bucks a month or something. I don't know. Anyway, that is it as far as the Nintendo Direct. Let's get into my gameplay. So... I haven't played a ton of the Switch, to be completely honest. Life, again, has gotten in the way, and the only time I've really had to play Nintendo stuff is when I'm at work, and I have an emulator on my phone. So, I played a little bit of Ocarina of Time on my phone, as I kind of hinted at. Um, I beat the first dungeon, you know, the um, Deku Tree, and I'm about to head up to Death Mountain. So, I haven't played a ton of that. I have played WWF Attitude a lot on my phone because that's pretty quick and easy although I'd much rather have a controller because the you know touch screen can be a little tricky at times but it is what it is um, as far as the Nintendo Switch I have played uh, Skyward Sword a little bit 
So there's a game called New World out right now, and the queues have been ridiculous, at least yesterday. Today, actually, I was able to play a little bit, but while I was waiting for the game to load and while I was waiting in the queue, I had my Switch with me. So I have done a lot. One thing great about Skyward Sword, and I'm sure I'll talk more about this when we get to the Skyward Sword episode, which is coming up. Um, there's a lot to do that happens in between the dungeons that you can go around doing. So with the, you know, Skyloft area and everything, there's Fun Fun Island, which is a lot of fun. So that's a little mini game. Once you get it repaired, you have to actually find the wheel for the guy. You, you basically get shot out of a cannon and you're skydiving. So you got to go through these rings and then you land on the wheel. If you hit a proper color, then you get rubies. I'm sorry, rupees. Um, and if you hit the grand prize, you also get heart piece. So there's that. There are ways you can go around helping the townsfolk in Skyloft. Um, you go to the lumpy pumpkin. You break the sh- you knock the chandelier off the ceiling, and a heart piece comes down. And then you have to work for the guy to pay off the cost of a new chandelier. So I've pretty much just been doing that. I haven't done any dungeons. I haven't finished the dungeon that I was about to start, but haven't started yet. But yeah, um, like I said, life has gotten in the way a lot lately. I haven't been able to play a ton. Um, I have been playing also a lot of uh, Stardew Valley. So there is that. Um, I talked about Stardew Valley on Tamrielic Adventures, but there's been an update since then. So. Since my uh, latest episode of Tamriel Adventures, uh, definitely go check that out. I just put an episode on here, scene out. I completed the community center, and I now have the greenhouse, and it has been a game changer to be able to not only grow crops in the winter time, but grow whatever you want, even if it's out of season. So that definitely has been a game changer. I love having the greenhouse. I love having all these animals, although I need to, uh, <laughs> it takes some energy and I don't, and time, and I don't have time to go to the uh, mines as much, the mine in the desert. I think it's called Skull Cave. But yeah, I'm still absolutely loving Stardew Valley. I'm about to start year three. I want to say that your grandpa comes back at some point during that time um mary got a kid in the game and yeah that's that's been a lot of fun anyway uh let's take a little bit of a break and then we will talk twilight princess stay tuned guys welcome back after that short break uh sorry my cat insists on making his presence felt it's funny i'll be in here playing a game and i won't hear a peep out of him but as soon as i click record he insists on coming in and screaming at me so i don't uh, i did my best to cut him out but uh, you will probably still hear him a little bit in the background anyway so let's talk twilight princess so i love twilight princess i know the people at Zelda Dungeon don't care for it as much, but I love this game. 
Um, actually, you know what? Before we get to that, let's talk sales and deals and uh, new releases because I completely forgot about that, to be completely honest. So right now there is a blockbuster sale going on. Um, so this includes Assassin's Creed. This includes Monster Hunter Rise, which is $10 off. It's $44, I'm sorry, $49.99 down from $59.99. So I mentioned Assassin's Creed. So the Rebel Collection is down $20. It's $19.99 down from $39.99. Um, that includes Black Flag and Rogue. I still need to play Rogue. Um, Hades is down to, uh, it's $17.49 down from $20. $4.99. Spiritfarer, which is a game I've played on uh, Xbox, actually. It's kind of uh, interesting. It is $14.99 down from uh, $29.99. Uh, basically, you are an undertaker. Um, you're helping these recently, or these deceased animals reach the afterlife. So you have to help them uh, in one way or another. Uh, Gris is $6.79 down from $16.99. Uh, Mario and Rabbit's Kingdom Battle is on sale once again for $15 down from $60. Uh, the Witcher 3 Wild Hunt uh, Complete Edition is $35.99 down from $59.99. Uh, Bloodstained Curse of the Moon is $5 bucks down from $10. Um, Overcooked 2 is $8.50 down from $25. Uh, Monster Hunter Generations is uh, $15.99 down from $39.99. Uh, Valkyria Chronicles 4 is half off. It's $15 down from $30. Uh, Shovel Knight Treasure Trove is $30 down from $40. Uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 is $30 down from $40. Persona 5 Strikers is $36 down from $60. Bioshock the Collection is $20 down from $50. Um, and yeah, there's DLC bundles with all of those. Uh, Metroid Dread, as I mentioned, that is, uh, you get a pin set if you pre-order it from GameStop. Um, also, there's uh, tech decals. Uh, like I said, Monster Hunter, those are all, all of the Monster Hunter games on sale are on sale. That includes the 3DS. And Square Enix, they've got a sale going on. Uh, the Collection Saga, Final Fantasy Legend, is $15 down from $20. Um, there's Chocobos, I think is how you pronounce that, Mystery Dungeon, uh, is $16 down from $40. Collection of Mana is $20 down from $40. Dragon Quest games, those are all on sale. Final Fantasy games, those are all on sale. Um, Onikani, Oni, sorry, Oni, Oninaki, Onaki. Oniaki, I think it's <laughs> that is really hard to pronounce. It's 25 down from 50. Uh, Legend of Mana is 22.50 down from uh, 30. Uh, Romancing Saga, those are on sale. Uh, Star Ocean is 10.50 down from 21. Uh, World Final Fantasy, yeah, all the Final Fantasy games are on sale. Just go check them out. Uh, all the Overcooked games. Uh, yeah, uh, the Room is 2.50 down from 10. That's a hell of a deal. Uh, Overcooked, yeah, I mentioned those. Moving Out, uh, the, that's on sale. Sega's having a sale. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei 3 is $32.50 down from $50. Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. Uh, Tokyo 2020, uh, which never happened, is uh, $40 down from $60. The second is this Classics Games that I mentioned earlier. That's $15 down from $30. And I am actually going to check that out real quick make sure that I am right so um, let's see what games are included in that 
So yeah, Streets of Rage 2, Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, Fantasy Star. Let's see what else we got. It's got over 50 games. Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, Comic Zone, which I wish was included in the Nintendo Switch Online service. I love Comic Zone. It's a game I never get tired of. Uh, Beyond Oasis, Columns, uh, Crackdown, uh, Decap Attack, uh, E-SWAT, and it's not letting me scroll down. Um, Alien Swarm, Altered Beast, Bonanza Bros, and yeah, the Golden Axe collection is included. Uh, Golden Axe 1, 2, and 3. Kid Chameleon, which I think recently got remastered or something. I could be wrong. Um, Fantasy Star 2, uh, 3, 4. Shadow Dancer, Shining in the Darkness, Shining Force 1, 2. Um, Shinobi 3. Yeah, those are all included. Uh, Sonic 1, 2, 3D Blast, Spinball, Streets of Rage 1, 2, 3. Uh, the Revenge of Shinobi, Toe Jam and Earl 1 and 2, those are fun. Uh, Vector Man uh, 1, 2, Virtua Fighter. Yeah, a lot of good games. Uh, so yeah, if you don't want to pay for the online service, yeah, just fork over uh, what, $16, I think it was. And I apologize, I didn't uh, announce the sale ending dates early, as I should have earlier. Um, the Blockbuster sale ends on October 3rd at 11.59. The uh, Metroid Dread, I mentioned that earlier. Monster Hunter franchise, that's on sale until October 3rd. Uh, the Square Enix sale is on sale until October 4th, or through October 4th. There's also a Team uh, 17, uh, that's overcooked and moving out that goes through october 3rd and the sega uh, the sega sale goes through october 3rd as well so um also persona 5 is also a sega sale um persona 5 strikers and then valkyria uh, chronicles so yeah that all goes through october 3rd I apologize for not mentioning mentioning that earlier. The Shovel Knight sale, Shovel Knight Tro Treasure Trove Showdown, uh, Spectre of Torment, you know, all those games um, are on sale through October 3rd. And Rake, uh, Rake in the Savings on Activation Blizzard, or Activision, Activation, yeah, whatever. Um, Activision Blizzard sale, that um, these are on sale through to, uh, October 3rd. So there's the Crash games, Spyro games, Tony Hawk, um, Overwatch, Blizzard Arcade Collection, that all is on sale through October 3rd. Uh, Hades, I, yeah, that's also part of that. So anyway, let's talk new and upcoming releases. That's something I haven't done in a while because it became really repetitive with each episode. It's always the same thing. So as I mentioned, Bayonetta, Splatoon 3, Kirby, those all come out next year. Uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus, uh, that is January 28th of next year. And they recently mentioned noble pokemon that's going to be a part of that game I, they haven't really said much about it i'm not sure what exactly a noble pokemon is but i guess we'll just stay tuned for information on that yeah that comes out january 28th of next year brilliant diamond shining pearl that comes out november 19th i'm really looking forward to that um legend of zelda game and watch that comes out november 12th 
Mario Party Superstars comes out October 29th. Guardians of the Galaxy, that is a game I haven't really talked about, but it looks really cool. That comes out October 26th, so it should be mentioned that the characters don't have the likeness of the MCU characters. But, you know, what can you do? Probably a licensing issue as well. Yeah, that comes out October 26th. Metroid Dread comes out October 8th, as I mentioned earlier. The new Mario and Rabbids game is set to come out next year. Uh, Star Wars Hunters comes out next year. Uh, Shadowrun Trilogy, that comes out next year. Uh, Bomb Rush, Cyberfunk, I'm not sure exactly what that is. That comes out next year. Shadowrun Returns comes out next year. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Kokobo, uh, or Cho Chocobo GP, that comes out next year. Far Changing, chi uh, Changing Tides, Far Colon Changing Tides, that comes out next year. Um, Marvel's Midnight Suns is another game that I have seen a lot of trailers for. It looks pretty awesome. That actually comes out on the Switch spring of next year. That looks really cool. Um, if you haven't watched a trailer for that, definitely go check that out. Uh, Fatal Frame, uh, Blackwater, it doesn't have a date. It just says this year. So, I mean, this year doesn't have very long left. Uh, Finding Paradise, it's a game that kind of reminds me of Stardew Valley. That doesn't have a, a date at all. Uh, 100 Days, Winter 2021, uh, Hazel Sky, uh, to be determined. Loop Hero, it just says Winter 21. Uh, same with Disney Magical World 2, Enchanted Edition. Uh, okay. Uh, Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, is that hits me right in the nostalgia feels also. That comes out this year. It doesn't have a date. Uh, Life is Strange True Colors comes out winter 2021. Uh, Life is Strange Remastered Collection comes out uh, quarter four 2021. Hollow Knight Silk Song still doesn't have a date. Uh, let's see. Quantum League doesn't have a date. Outer Wilds doesn't have a date. Um, yeah, I guess I'll just stop there because it doesn't have a date really for anything. Um, except for a game that I absolutely love um, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic is coming to the Nintendo Switch and you can pre-order it now for $15 and it comes out November 11, 2021 11-11-2021 uh, November 11th I wonder what other uh, game that date is significant yeah, has significance with uh, hmm um, Shin Megami Tensei 5 comes out November 12, 2021. World War Z comes out uh, November 2nd. So I guess I'm not stopping. Um, yeah, uh, if you're if you got little kids, PJ Masks Heroes of the Night comes out October 29th. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and stop there. Um, so let's talk Twilight Princess. I'm sorry, uh, we're already like 12 minutes in to this segment and. Yeah, we're just now talking about the game. So, uh, Twilight Princess is a game that, like I said, I absolutely love. Uh, this info comes from Zelda Dungeon, and it is the 13th installment of the Legend of Zelda series, and it released simultaneously on the Wii and GameCube in late 20... I'm sorry, 2006. So, I don't really know many who actually played this game on the GameCube, unless they just couldn't pick up a Wii because Wiis were impossible to get um, back then. People were buying them as soon as they came off the truck. Uh, that sounds familiar, doesn't it? It still happens today. 
so yeah, it released on the GameCube and the Nintendo Wii, and then there was a remaster that came out November 12th of 2015, and uh, sorry, it was announced that date, and it released March 4th, 2016. So you don't really know much about the backstory, uh, or at least yeah, there you do know a little bit. Um, the only thing that is shown is an incident involving Xanth invading Zelda's castle. The character's uh, backstories, however, are properly shown. So the story starts out in Ordon Village. Um, Link is kind of a, a goat wrangler or something like that. Um, so uh, it starts with Link and a character named Rusi sitting by Fern Woods. And he gets instructions to, to to deliver a gift to the royal family. Um, and he, uh, Rusi was supposed to do it, but he offers the job to Link instead. And knowing what to do, Link agrees. And he gets ready to leave. Two days later, he's given a fishing rod. There's a bottle. Um, he saves up money to buy a slingshot. He gets a wooden sword, and the kids are absolutely obsessed with that. They want him to show them everything to do with swordplay, uh, one of them in particular. The opponent gets injured and, you know, the older girl, uh, Ilya, uh, is really pissed about this and gives him a lecture on treating his animal with respect. And then the kids get kidnapped, so you have to go save them and in the process, Link is turned into a wolf. So you, that's when you meet Midna. She ta tells you about the Twilight World, and you eventually get introduced to Princess Zelda, the Twilight Princess. And Link's, Link goes on a quest to drive out the Twilight Realm, because eventually it will completely overtake the Light Realm. So. Um, Midna, as far as I know, isn't in any other game, which kind of sucks. I wouldn't mind seeing Midna again, but um, Midna travels through Mirror. I'm not, and um, I'm not really gonna uh, get into the rest of that there. Midna never really finishes what she was trying to say, um, so it kind of leaves on you on a little bit of a cliffhanger. But um, Ganondorf is in this game. It is really cool to see Ganondorf again um, in a little bit more higher definition. And Sheik is in this game. So a lot of characters that you see in Ocarina of Time are in this game. Uh, even the Temple of Time itself. So this game is set in the Hero is Successful timeline so it takes place after Majora's Mask and in, in between Majora's Mask and Four Sword and Hyrule Adventures so Ganondorf sorry the Sacred Realm is protected um, so not the Ganondorf is sealed one but the other uh, unofficial timeline spot where the Sacred Realm is protected but Ganondorf was not sealed away which is how he was able to be in this game so let's talk a little bit about the development of this game. Ig Anuma, 
I think is how you pronounce that. Uh, he was the director of this game. So, <clears throat> this game was actually announced in 2003. Apparently my dog was snoring. I'm not sure exactly what that was. Um, so, IG Enuma unintentionally revealed that the game's sequel was in, de in development. This is a sequel to Wind Waker, uh, which wasn't really... That wasn't the sequel to Wind Waker, but okay. Um, but this uh, game, really, the attempt with this game was to outdo Ocarina of Time, particularly in horseback. And I guess it kind of remains to, to be seen whether... Well, I, I don't know. A lot of people don't think that this game surpassed Ocarina of Time. Um, it's nearly an impossible task to beat Ocarina of Time, to be completely honest. In my humble opinion, this game kind of... It, 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 it was good. It was really good. Um, I've never actually beaten this game. I got stuck on the Water Temple, and I just haven't um, been able to get back to that. Um, I did have it for a little bit. I don't have it anymore, to be completely honest. Um, life, you know... Um, I really want to play this game again, though. I miss it. Um, so, let's see here. The, for gameplay perspective, the Twilight World portions of the game were vaguely inspired by the fact that pri prior Zelda games had always had distinctively separated its dungeons from its overworld. So, it, you know, you kind of go back to A Link to the Past where there is the Dark World and the Light World. But in this game, the dark world is kind of overtaking the light world. And it's like, you have to free sections of the light world from the corruption of the darkness. So, as I said, this game was released on both the Wii and the GameCube. So with the Wii, you actually use the nunchuck to, or not the, well, yeah, you use the nunchuck to block. You use the, the nunchuck to block, and you use the Wii remote to swing the sword, and also fish. But the motion controls weren't nearly to the degree that they are in Skyward Sword. We'll get to that when we get to that game. So, there was a demo, um, but yeah, I, didn't, I don't really remember much about a demo. There was some technical issues. Uh, there was a buffer overflow vulnerability in the Wii version. Uh, there was an exploit known as the Twilight Hack, allowing execution of a custom code from a secure from an SD card on the console. And it was specifically designed a specifically designed save file would cause the game to load unsigned code, which would include an executable executable linkable format, um, an ELF. Um, so basically you can use it to um, add homebrew applications. Um, the Wii U version is a remaster. There is Amiibo support. Uh, there's a 20, there's a Wolf Link Amiibo that you can get. Um, it also unlocked a dungeon, a Wii U exclusive dungeon called the Cave of Shadows where you build up your Wolf Link. I actually have a, a 20 hard Wolf Link Amiibo that I can use for uh, Breath of the Wild. Um, we'll get to that, though, when we get to Breath of the Wild. So, as I said, I love this game. I love the graphics of this game. Um, particularly, I never played 
much of uh, Wind Waker back in the day. But when I saw the trailer for Twilight Princess, it was absolutely amazing. Like, I, I lost my shit. I, it was a trailer that I went back and watched several times. Now, like I said, um, the people at Zelda Dungeon, the Champions cast, aren't really high on Twilight Princess. I don't know what the hell they're smoking. Um, they just keep, they're like, this game is so dark, it's awful. I don't love it. I, 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 I hate this game. I hate the textures of it. It's supposed to be dark. It's called Twilight Princess, for God's sake. You're battling the dark world. You're trying. You're battling against the darkness. But that's just me. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just nostalgic for this game. Because, um, let's see. I, I really got into Zelda. Like, I really got into Zelda when I was in college. Um, like, I, I played Zelda 2 and maybe a little bit of A Link to the Past, but I don't think I really sat down and played a Zelda game properly until I played through Ocarina of Time on the GameCube. And this was the first Zelda game to be released after that. Uh, like, I think Wind Waker technically was already out, but I played Ocarina of Time on the GameCube and just completely fell in love with the series. So, I don't know, maybe that's it. Like I said, I've never actually beaten it. My sister has it on the Wii. Um, unfortunately, she lives two states away now. Um, but I got stuck on the Water Temple the last time. I really gave this game a proper playthrough, and I would love to play it again. Um, unfortunately, I don't have the ability to right now, which is why I'm really hoping that there's going to be more to the Zelda 25th, or sorry, 35th um, birthday thing, but at this point, I'm kind of losing hope that they're going to give any more attention to Zelda. Um, they gave so much attention to Mario, and with Zelda, we got Skyward Sword and a uh, Game & Watch. That's it. Um, don't get me wrong, I am loving playing Skyward Sword. I'm really glad that they brought this to the Nintendo Switch. I'm loving the remake. But it just seems like they're giving so much more attention to Mario than they are to Zelda. And in my opinion, Zelda is just as important to the Nintendo franchise as Mario. But that's just me. I've always leaned more towards Zelda than Mario. Anyway, um, yeah, hopefully we'll see Midna again. I want to say she was in uh, Triforce Heroes, not Triforce Heroes, but Hyrule Warriors. Not. Age of Calamity, the first one. I could be wrong on that. Uh, correct me if I am. Uh, at Ian Gold Zero Eight or at Nintendo P. Um, anyway, that really is it as far as uh, Twilight Princess. Like I said, there's a pretty epic battle on this bridge. You're f the kids get kidnapped at least once, at least a couple of times, and there's one instance where you are fighting on horseback uh, against this general and he's got one of the kids up on this pole so basically it's a it's a horse battle on a pole mat or you know you're trying to get <laughs> this kid down from pole um so yeah you kick the guy's ass on the bridge it's a pretty epic battle and then you rescue the kid who's on a pole so i wanted to make some sort of uh, you know kid on a pole match uh joke but it didn't quite work yeah but yeah that stands out um going through kakariko village kind of stands out 
I want to say that's Paparita Village, um, where the Indian, or the, I'm sorry, Native person lives. It looks like a, a Native American, but there are no Americans in Hyrule. <laughs> you, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, it's just there's so many great memories with this with this game. Um, I don't know what Zelda Dungeon or uh, the Champions Cast uh, members' deal is, but I love this game, and I will go back and play this game 30 years from now when I'm in my 60s, um, late 60s, I guess. Anyway, uh, that, again, is it as far as Twilight Princess. I apologize for the delay on this episode, but, uh, yeah, like I said, life kind of got in the way. Uh, anyway, if you would like to get a hold of me, I am at iangold08, as I mentioned earlier on Twitter and Instagram. I am at... Um, Nintendo P on Twitter and Instagram if you would like to uh, follow the show and let's see next up I already did the DS games so next up would be Skyward Sword um, another thing um, I've, I've got my other shows I've got Tamriel Adventures where we talk about Elder Scrolls War I've got my uh, Fallout War podcast where we talk about Fallout War. It's called Tapes from the Waste. I, that was kind of redundant. I apologize. And I am going to be working on another show. So I mentioned New World earlier in this episode. Um, if you remember, I used to have a code host at one point, and his name was Durka. Well, he is starting a show that, at least at the beginning, is going to focus on New World. It is called Manifest Destiny, and he has a co-host um, for that show, but he was wanting me to work on lore segments for that show. The show is called Manifest Destiny. Uh, the trailer's out now. I am in the trailer. And yeah, um, definitely check that out. We'll be putting, we'll be starting episodes in October, uh, I think mid to late October. So I'm going to be doing lore segments. It's going to be kind of how I do um, the segments for Tapes from the Waste where I do like pre-recorded segments and send them in and then it all gets mixed in to the episode. So uh, definitely check that out. Um, hopefully it won't consume too much time and I can still work on this show and Tamer Earth Adventures and uh, Tapes from the Waste and just have four shows. That remains to be seen. Um, but also... I am going to be starting a Patreon, at least for Tamrielk Adventures. I'm considering whether to make it an all-encompassing Patreon because some of the merch that I'm going to be, that I'm hoping to release, will have references to all of my shows, not just Tamrielk Adventures. So um, let me know if you have any ideas. Uh, send your ideas to me. Tweet me. Uh, slide into my DMs and, and let me know what you would like for me to do as far as a Patreon goes. Um, we tried a Patreon for this show and it kind of flopped. So I've kind of been staying away from doing a Patreon again. But um, some recent events happened uh, regarding Tamriel Adventures. Uh, I'm not really going to get into it here. Uh, I'll probably mention it on Tamriel Adventures when I put out the next episode. But, um, yeah, let me know 
what you would like to see as far as a Patreon, whether you want to see a Patreon at all. Because um, there are costs involved with doing a uh, with doing a podcast as far as like equipment goes. Um, if you, I mean, with Anchor, everything's kind of included as far as software. But if you want to have sound effects, if you want to have like a, like if you want a soundboard, if you want a, a better quality mic, there's some cost involved with that, uh, you know. So, you know, if to help this show improve, Patreons are kind of, uh, I don't want to say required, but they're recommended. Um, unless you do have listener support and people can sponsor you directly. Anyway, um, so there's that. I am also thinking about starting a Fiverr for voice acting work. I'm kind of working on that also. Um, So let me know if that's also something you would like for me to do. And other ways you can support the show, as always, definitely, definitely leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That helps get eyes and ears on the show. Let them know about the show. And, um what you think about me and if you do leave a rating and review on apple Podcasts, i will read it out on the show that's something that hasn't happened in a very long time so yeah that is about it like i said next episode is going to be on uh, skyward sword so thank you to the hive as always for uh, sponsoring the show with my uh, with retweeting and things like that and As always, stay tuned for more Nintendo.